0: Hey, Evil Man listeners, it's Michael here. I wanted to let you know that my brand new stand-up comedy album, entitled Michael 1, Comedy Zero, comes out on Monday, November 13th. That's uh, this upcoming Monday. Oh, my God. Please check it out if you fancy. I'll put a link in the show notes. Also, furthermore, if you live in Canada... I'm hosting an album release party on Wednesday, November 15th at Repasado in Toronto. The evening will feature great acts including Jackie Pirico, Brandon ash Muhammad, Sarah Bennett, Amr Singh, and even a certain James Hartnett from this very podcast, Evil Men. I'll put the ticket link in the episode show notes as well, and I hope to see you all there, dudes.
1: hello everyone and welcome back oh, yeah to another episode of
2: oh my god you know what Mike? That reminds me of the end of Grease when yes. the car goes into the sky. Yeah, and it crashes into the sun.
1: Did you guys see that meme with Samuel Jackson from Pulp Fiction and the mashup with the Grease song? Chris, I saw it and I laughed
0: my darn head off. Have
1: you seen it, James? No. It's so funny. They're singing the song <laughs> and they go, tell me more, tell me more. And then it cuts to him in Pulp Fiction going, does he look like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh, computer! There's so many funny memes on the computer. Hey, shout out to our friend and former guest Alex Wong, who had a piece published in GQ about Samuel L. Jackson incorporating the Raptors into uh, Jackie, Brown. Jackie Brown. Yeah. So it's all right awesome. here in my
0: Raptors bag. Yeah, yeah that was. I remember seeing
2: that as a kid and being like, "Woo!"
0: It made yeah. you feel <laughs> made you feel seen for the first time as a Raptors <laughs> fan. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So, um, how are you guys doing? We're we're in the Sonar Studio again. It's I think we're getting a little bit used to it. Yes,
0: I love the the yellow paint mm. on the sides and the red paint. So the yellow paint reminds <laughs> me of you guessed it, bananas. Oh yeah, and the red paint reminds me of strawberries. <laughs> wow! Oh my I totally went,
1: went
2: mustard ketchup. <laughs> and Mike, what about? No, the... no,
0: you got it wrong. <laughs> oh,
2: fuck, <laughs> Mike! What about the brown wall uh, door?
0: No. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> well, maybe if you eat a few bananas and strawberries,
1: you make a <laughs> yeah. brown
2: door later. Yeah.
0: No, the brown door is beautiful. I was just joking. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Every color that paint and the the uh, uh, acoustic panels are beautiful. Yeah. And, and uh, the most beautiful thing of all in the room is you two guys.
1: Mike. You know what else is good about this room is we can't open the door and it's slowly starting to fill up with water.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike, um, so last episode, part one of Elon Musk, you had a... Traffic incident. Yes, and you were late. And yeah. now I feel bad that we were kind of joking about it. I feel guilty because well, you're going to listen to it so, later. So, but I only meant it. We only meant I it in don't. a nice way. We're literally you know
0: what? The nicest guy. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we're it's nice. time for an evil man trip to the confessional
2: booth. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> my children. Michael. Do you have
0: any sins to confess to me, do, 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 Father do, do, Michael? Do, 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 what's do.
2: What's weighing on your souls? Tell me everything. Well, we made jokes about you. <laughs> well, specifically what? I don't <laughs> remember, <laughs> but I just. You know, we were uncomfortable. We were in a new setting, mm. and it was like, what could we talk about? Mike's late and having fun with it. Yeah. But then halfway through, I thought, oh, I feel bad, and also Mike's <laughs> gonna listen to all this. It's not like
0: were you guys like fuck him? He's no. a fraud. He's no. an idiot. Um,
1: no, He kind of said stuff like fuck him. he's a fucking nerd bitch. <laughs> well,
2: that's okay. okay. Um, oh, okay. We no. said uh,
1: he always. Goes to get a Jamaican beef patty from Patty King. Golden patty. Golden patty.
0: In Toronto's Kensington Market. You
1: know what? I want one right now. And I think Ali's is close to here in Parkdale. Ali's roti.
0: That's they ha- have you after want to? after, yeah, yeah. I will genuinely go walk and eat one. Are you serious? I'm fucking serious, dude. Wow.
2: James, can you eat a patty? Mm, probably not. Oh, hate to say it. I hate to say it. Patty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Mike, I, uh, I did halfway through the episode say, like, start saying what we li- what's really nice things about Mike. Cause I thought, uh, we're being mean.
1: Should we say mean and nice things about James? Sure. Yeah. Even it out. He can't have a patty with us. Oh <laughs>
2: yeah. Gluten, gluten sensitive. But
1: also, uh, let's not get one. James can't have one.
2: Oh, no, I actually wouldn't want you to not do that because of me. No, it's
1: okay. We won't eat what we like near you.
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, a mean thing, uh, you can't eat pizza, uh, which is delicious also. But get
2: this. I recently ordered gluten-free pizza from Pizza Libretto. It was great. So I can.
0: Did you even notice, really?
2: Honestly, it's been so long since I ate pizza, it was just so nice to eat pizza that I, I don't even think were I were you cared. munching
0: with tears rolling down your cheeks yeah. going,
2: Oh, it's been too long. Literally, I really did miss pizza. It'd been like years. Aw, I'm
0: glad. I know, you found so it was nice pizza. to eat it. Good pizza libretto. So yeah. are you uh for a while, let me see if this makes sense. For a while
2: you weren't living the Ninja Turtle lifestyle, <laughs> and now you are.
0: Yeah. Because of, of pizza. Uh
2: yeah. And um if I guess if I'm one of the Ninja Turtles, I guess that would make you, what, two other Ninja Turtles? Shredder? Or Master Splinter. Yeah, oh, Splinter, yeah. But wasn't
0: our former guest, recently former guest, David Denine Porter, in our text thread called Dinner Discussions, he revealed that tomatoes, he can't eat pizza because tomato sauce gives him like an upset stomach? That really? That sucks. I've never heard that. Sorry, DDP. That That's wasn't you who typed it, it, right? It no, no, I, I, I'm fine with Or gives sauce. him like a, a breakout or something. And I also said, well, David, you're not exactly uh, TMNT material. Right. Well, you're
1: really thinking about the Ninja Turtles a lot these days.
2: <laughs> I like it. Did you watch that when you were a kid a lot? I love the Ninja Turtles. Really? Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Eh? Yeah, did you have them? a crush on April? Yeah, well, I, I want to. Like, no, did. actually, I had a crush on Craig. <laughs>
0: No, no, no!
1: It was April O'Neil. Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. Teenage. I've mutant. got a crush on
0: April. Did you like Did the cram- cartoon? The live action movies. I love the cartoon. The toys. What was the was, comics? Obviously, I, I had the comics. I uh, had the toys. Love the cartoon, and uh, I think I went to the first movie. Maybe the what was the first one? Secret of the Ooze, or was that the second oh, one? Wow. The first one was just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The movie. well, I
1: don't fucking know. Well, I saw it in the theater thrice. <laughs> thrice. Yeah. <laughs> what was the yeah, one? Not the awesome. What
2: was the one where Ice ke- Oh, It's good. What was the one where uh, Vanilla Ice is like going ninja, going ninja, go. That's part
1: two. Secret of the Ooze. They
2: they go to a uh, Vanilla Ice concert and they dance with him. Yo, imagine like yeah. What? Are, so what are we supposed to expect? The people at this <laughs> concert weren't surprised to see giant humanoid turtles.
0: Yeah. It's a weird world. There would have been mass uh there would have, like the police would have come. There would have been like some weird secret government like science team coming in to like euthanize them and examine their bodies. <laughs> like Area 51? Yeah. Also, are we supposed to believe these turtles live in New York City, the birthplace of hip hop, and the hmm. hip hop concert they go to is Vanilla Ice? Yeah, I wish they saw like
1: Main Source or something. Or uh, tribe called Quest,
0: Big Daddy Kane. Oh man, they should have gone to a Big Daddy Kane concert. <laughs> Run DMC. Even anyway, I just think it's interesting that they only liked a white rapper. It says a lot about the Ninja Turtles. And in fact, now that I think about it, the Ninja Turtles can fuck off. You know oh, what? My oh my god, god, Mike!
2: You can't flip yeah. on them like this.
0: Eternal
1: Sunshine. That part of your mind out of your brain. <laughs> you have to still love them so much. Right. Here's the thing, though. What I didn't like about those movies, uh, they didn't have Bebop and Rocksteady. Neither one? The first or the second? You know what? Two of my favorite subgenres of music to listen to are Bebop jazz and Rocksteady reggae. Is that because of subliminal planting from the Ninja Turtles? Probably.
0: Wow. Yeah. One was a hog, a warthog, the other was a pig man? What was the difference? One was a warthog, one was a horse? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think One they, was a
0: golden retriever?
1: They were both disgusting. Yeah, they can also fuck off. They were like punk pigs. I yeah, think you're right.
0: What the hell's that?
2: Yeah, they were kind of rockers, right? Yeah. So the Ninja Turtles were hip hoppers, and the bad guys were rockers. <laughs> yeah. Well, shoot, I, I'm a rock
0: guy.
1: I think that and they the Ninja sh- Turtles were skaters too, or at least Michelangelo. Can I was. say
0: this? Am I the first person to have this thought? I think. That the Simpsons stole the idea for Bart Simpson from the Ninja Turtles and the Ninja Turtle creators should
2: sue Bart Simpson. Do you think they should sue Matt Groening or Bart Simpson himself? Bart
1: Simpson. Don't have a cow,
2: fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have a cow, bitch. The original
1: Ninja Turtles comics that Matt Eastman, is that his name? Eastman and Laird? Eastman and Laird or something. Yeah. Oh, that is amazing
2: that you you know that. Well, actually,
1: our good friend Katie... Kitty Crown, Crown uh, who lives in California with Davy, a massive uh, er, like Ninja Turtles comics uh, fan. Really? So some of the stuff oh. I learned from I didn't know that. Just her telling me. But yeah, they were grittier. Mm-hmm. They they were a bit more like more about samurai and s- the samurai aspect and stuff.
2: Pretty cool. <laughs> uh, pretty fucking pretty cool. fucking <laughs> cool. Did you guys read a lot of comics as kids?
1: I like comics, but not like the guys that go to every Marvel movie and act like fucking wear like Flash t-shirts. <laughs> it's
0: okay, you could like comics. Did, did you, Mike? Uh, I I got into those Ninja Turtles comics, which were, were like indie comics, like when they before they went massive. Uh, and then and I and Ralph, Ralph Snart, Ralph Snart Adventures. I have them all at home, which was a a weird indie comic about a. Mentally ill – like a mental patient who was – like the comic would always begin – it was like Walter Mitty. It was like – it would begin with him getting some sort of like electroshock therapy and then it would go into his dreams, which were these like crazy dreams where you'd have these like wild uh, surreal adventures and then it would always go back to him being uh, – receiving treatment. And then there was like an underpinning story about like there was a mad scientist trying to steal his brain because it was so powerful. Mm. And this didn't catch on uh, to the main or to the mainstream like the Ninja Turtles did. I was like
1: Mike too. I went more indie than like Marvel, DC stuff. But I did read that stuff when I was really
2: little, mm. like three. You know what I saw an image of the other day? Um, uh, the lady from the Howard the Duck movie, mm. the Duck Lady, Leah Thompson. No, oh, no. Oh, right, right, right. The topless duck lady in a bath. Yeah. I and mean, you did in you, the movie you, you saw the boobies. Well, yes. And I actually cause Howard the Duck was a comic, right? Yeah. And I, yeah. I remember seeing the movie as a kid. Past guest Chip Zadarski
1: wrote on the reboot.
2: Right. I remember I remember seeing that movie as a young kid and just being mesmerized by this duck woman's breasts that were really there on the screen. <laughs> Look it up. Google it, everybody. There's a a nude duck woman in this movie from George Lucas. At what point did really? this? I think it, I think I think Howard the Duck was George Lucas. What Lucas? behavior
1: did this mesmerization of the duck's breast drive you
2: towards? Well, I mean, I guess I. Do you want to have sex with a duck? <laughs> no, comics uh, are
1: dangerous, and I think they should be banned. Okay,
2: interesting. This I is agree. a movie, but I agree.
1: Oh, movies. Well, based on comics. Yeah. Okay. A movie like that wouldn't have been made if it wasn't from the comic. But look at the look at the ideas it puts in young boys' minds. I'm gonna mm-hmm.
0: fuck a duck. I remember the uh, comic that Terrence, my brother, and I were like obsessed with, and it seemed like a really like uh, important piece of art. The, the Batman, Death in the Family, I think it was called. Yeah, I had that one. Where Robin was still killed by the Joker. Is it, was it Whoa! called Death in the Family? Yeah, Death in the yeah, Family. Yeah, where he dies. And like the cover. Wow. And then we had the graphic novel that collected like all four issues or something leading up to the thing where Batman is just holding the lifeless body of Robin and you see like the Joker in the corner. And as a kid, I remember thinking like, this is, imp- this is important stuff. <laughs> yeah,
1: the Joker, it's really crazy. The Joker kills Robin in that. I still have it at home. Yeah. And then jacks off onto his body, and that was a piece of art. A Killing Joke was also a piece of art. Did you have that one? Was that different?
2: Are you kidding about the jacking off? No, you do. <laughs> For a second, I was like, "Wow, well, I don't know." Did you read any comics? I, I'm not snobby about them, really, but I never really did. But I, I kind of, oh, I, I read um, like The Watchmen, and I read like um, the dude who wrote The Watchmen. What was Alan, Alan Moore? Alan Moore. Like, I read a couple of his other ones. Uh, but Ripper, me I don't know V for Vendetta? Vendetta, all the ones with movies. Um, I read I, a few other, a couple others too. I thought were cool. Uh, Ebony liked Ebony liked comics, so I, I like
0: Were you fellas like me, Archie comics fans? Because my my grandmother from Montreal would mail us like Double Digest and like Archie, Archie awesome. Andrews, where our, all these Archie comics. So we had the whole house was full of Archie comics. There, if you don't mail
1: them, they're <laughs> cheaper at the grocery store.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, she would mail us like bags of chips and chocolate bars. That's yeah. really
1: sweet. Yeah. Where would I read Archie's every summer like those were like yeah my parents would send me care packages at camp because I my <laughs> as soon as school was out my parents never wanted me around so I'd go to camp all summer. Oh. But they'd send me Archie's in the mail which That's felt nice. like they said they loved me. That's yeah, a good substitute for love.
2: Well, you asked me what
1: I scene- I don't even think they said love you in the note. On my care package, they're just like here's some junk food and hope oh, business expects- is going well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't get in trouble at camp.
2: I guess we both have tra- traumatic things from our childhood. I saw the new Duck Woman from Howard the Duck, and your parents didn't want you around. It's the
1: same thing. I both <laughs> drove us each to to, to discover make that we, laugh that we want to fuck a duck. <laughs> 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 I was alone at camp looking at a pond at a hot duck, and I thought. Damn! Like to see the titties on that <laughs> quacker, quacker, oh.
2: quacker oats, quacker oats.
1: No, well, my parents love me. They just don't know how to say it. They're from the generation of the
2: emotions. Yeah, I, I think your. I mean, I've, 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 I think your mom loves you, and I think your dad does too.
1: I think they do. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, I'm just guys. throwing this out there. Gee, it's so funny how talking about childhood just drives from
2: comics to my mom. <laughs> yeah. I kind of – I was talking to Ebony the other day about like if I hadn't pursued comedy and there's like a few other things I might have thought to do. But you know what? I I, I wouldn't have minded being a therapist. No. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Really? I picture a uh, duck hunter.
0: Well, Yeah. <laughs>
2: Bit of both. Analyze mm-hmm. somebody on a duck hunt. That'd be good.
0: You honestly would have liked talking to crazy people all day for money.
2: <sighs> um, I think I'm doing that right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, That's <was> true. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Just a thing I could have done in my life. Hmm. If I get a, if reincarnation is real, maybe I'll do it.
0: That's your dream. If you get to live a second life, you'd come back as a therapist. <laughs> Not bad. I guess so. Hmm. Reincarnation.
2: Yeah.
1: You will die and come back as a therapist.
2: <laughs> yeah, like um, sort of a, um, a Buddhist monk explains reincarnation yeah. to
0: you. like A butterfly or mm, a therapist. A
2: therapist in Oakville, Ontario.
0: <laughs> if I was reincarnated and had a second chance at life, I think I'd like to come back in my next life as a man uh, sort of an average man who, through a series of weird circumstances, is falsely acclaim- uh, um, accused of murder, and he's put on trial and found guilty, even though he's innocent. And he spends the like his entire life in prison, even though he's innocent. And then he dies with society thinking that he committed this awful murder, but he was actually innocent. That's his That's cool. whole life. <laughs> That's what I'd like to come back as in my next life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, that sounds awesome well, I, I,
2: Yeah, I hope that for you
1: <laughs> Mine had crime in it I just thought of it right now But it's just like me and some hot babe Who were madly in love with each other Go on a crime spree together right. Not unlike like a Bonnie and Clyde type of thing Right Oh, that's but
2: actually, maybe we get away with it. It's yeah, actually you really killing people. Yeah.
0: Yes. And you have like hot nerds. Do you have a passionate nerds that work at banks? <laughs> and it's like a very physically <laughs> passionate relationship.
1: Yes. You sounds- have all kinds of sex different ways everywhere. That
2: sounds even doggy style?
1: Yes. We start with doggy style because we meet in a bar and we're already drunk and that's just how it works out. But then we'd be missionary later when we realize we're passionately in love with each other. Oh.
0: Can I change what I want to come back as? No! Don't say, okay, who, all right. yeah, You're what is right it? You're right in jail, you <laughs> fucking loser. Uh, I didn't understand the implications You're of what I was saying. You're
2: for one of my <laughs> Yeah,
0: Chris, Chris murders all these
2: people and has all this wild sex and Mike goes to jail for it. <laughs> uh, this is the perfect
1: movie, evil men movie. <laughs> Uh, What I wanted to say, too, is, uh, yeah, we kill people, we Mm. have sex, we travel all over, but we don't get caught. We do settle down in a nice cabin by a pond in, like, a wooded area. Oh, it's beautiful. And live very privately in our old years, successfully getting away with it, instead of bullet-riddled car like Bonnie and Clyde. You get away with
0: every last crime.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and we don't feel guilt. Either we feel powerful,
2: you know what? I actually kind of do find appealing. <laughs> we feel like we are higher than everybody else, above everybody else. <laughs> Fair enough, and it worked out. Yeah. I'm what I've been watching The Last of Us, the that HBO show. Yeah, did you finish it? Not yet. Okay, I'm kind of just catching up, but you know, when it's like post apocalyptic and these people live in this um, self sustaining town in the mountains and they catch their own meat and they. <laughs> In all Alberta. work in a commune together and and you know they 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 just do these physical jobs and that's it and they just like that does sound, I mean when I'm watching it I'm like I kind of would wouldn't mind this. I know it sucks you you might get bitten by a mushroom zombie but no but I you're love still the idea in
1: a highly fortified yeah sort of uh village where you have even having the job as lookout with a shotgun on the yeah, wall, yeah, it'd be fun. That'd it's
2: a be sick. And right? they know what when your shift's over, you're not thinking about it like we have to. Oh, you know, can I still write some more stuff? Like your job's done at 5 p.m. or whenever the shift's over, yeah.
1: you go home. You can get a and w delivered to the wall while you're on yeah. lookout, <laughs> and have a teen burger while you got the right put the rifle down for a sec. Yeah,
2: I would love that. By the way, and you have Pedro, sex
1: with a wife. I mean, yeah, I would love to come back as a man. I would love to be reincarnated as a man who has sex with his wife. <laughs> and I do live that life now, but I just want that to keep
2: going. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, I think it will. I never like, want to
1: drop that part. Right? Oh, being me too. Alive,
2: me too. Like. Of being a character in a life. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you're going to keep having sex uh, for like, many like, even when I'm reincarnated, I mean. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you know, roll a roll of the dice, as they say. Mm. well I hope my my uh, dice keeps rolling in each life after this can you I have
2: sex with my wife imagine somewhere. Chris <laughs> imagine when people you know and look I don't know I guess you have your religious reasons but getting married to someone you've never had sex with them how do you know you're compatible you might not be not every two people are. And I then you're, you're so married to them, what are yeah. you supposed to do? You're never going to, you know, get it on in I, a funky way? Let's not get it on anymore. It's just, I think yeah. you got to figure out if you're sexually compatible before you get married. That's just all I'm saying. Oh,
0: re- That's what I'm saying, too. Yeah. A very modern take on things, James, may I say. Thank
2: you. I appreciate that. What's your take on it, Michael?
0: I think that um, everyone should meet their partner at Hedonism 2 in Jamaica. <laughs> The swingers resort so that yes. you immediately know who's who in the sex, you know, in the sex world and what who's compatible, with what you like, what's freaky, what's too freaky, what's not freaky enough. Would you
1: ask someone to marry you in the midst of an orgy?
0: <laughs> Everyone stop for a second. You know, I like be quiet. You. Stop <laughs> having sex <laughs> with this one. I really love this yeah. one. Will you make me the happiest man in this current orgy and become my <laughs> wife?
2: Someone's like I've got got the ring- popping their yeah. dick
0: by you, you're like, get that out of here. <laughs> oh did you have to jizz just as I'm popping the question?
1: <laughs> okay, imagine you're having a Can I pull the ring out of my butt? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, just in case
1: I keep a wedding ring in my butt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It's in one of those eggs that they have in those machines where they have the fake. It's little- in a kinder egg. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well imagine you're having sex. With a woman from behind. Okay. Her her leg is turned up a bit, so it's nice and,
2: you know, how that... I can just about picture it. <laughs> Your leg is turned up a bit, like a dog <laughs> peeing on a hydrant? Yeah, kind of. That's news to me. You've but, never done it like that? I, I don't believe I've ever seen this. So. No, not like
1: a hydrant, like, not up in the air, but... Anyways, you're having sex with her from behind, mm. but her stomach is, like, on the bed. Or okay. on the bed floor of the orgy room. Okay. Her head is in a lap of another man. She's pleasuring him with her mouth, mm. and while she's doing this, and you're having sex with her from behind, you pull her hair away from her ear and whisper, "Will you marry me?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Isn't that nice? It's beautiful. Wouldn't that be sweet? That just shows, like in the 1950s, you'd you'd ask, you know, your your sweetheart's father. If uh, he would, you know, allow you permission to take his daughter's hand in marriage to ask, yeah. you know, the question. Right. And these days, people are proposing at Darn Orgies.
1: Yeah, these days you have to ask the permission of the man that she is currently filleting
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you can marry this one.
2: <laughs> That's
1: how progressive we are now.
2: You know, I've I've, I've had the belief of for a while now that we should go on a trip together to an all-inclusive and record, like, episodes there. I think that'd be fun, like yes. a hot weather thing. Yeah, I would well, love to. We Hedonism could, too. That's what I'm saying. We could go to friggin' yeah. whatever in Cancun, or we could go to Hedonism 2 together. Cabin for <laughs> three men. Record a bunch of podcasts, and yeah. I don't know. I would have to get my wife's permission, but I don't see it being an issue. I'd have to get my wife's permission, too. Mike's, Mike's fine. Mike's
0: I'm not married, but I, I do have a girlfriend, but I'm sure she would sign off on this. Ah, or, or don't tell
2: her. Ooh. No, 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 no. Spicy. Well... No, no, I can't. Imagine she comes to visit and you're like, well, I I have to confess something. What (laughs) did you do, Mike? Well, I did go to Hedonism 2 for four days.
0: I went to Hedonism 2 for four days and (laughs) recorded six podcast episodes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. Oh, yeah, we'd still be recording podcasts at Orgy Island. <laughs> and like, the security from Hedonism 2 would be like, uh, you guys got to leave. This is your, you're, you're the not vibe. the right vibe. <laughs> podcasting yeah, podcast We have a strict uh, no podcasting um, uh, policy here at Hedonism 2. Well, Hedonism 2 is going well. The other day I
1: had a dark and stormy by the swimming pool, which is really lovely. And then I went into a room where five men had sex with me. That's just us, like doing yeah, the intro of the podcast, and uh, we're too. gonna
2: save the details of that for our bonus episode, so right. you can so hear to Patreon, Patreon
1: about how I got absolutely wrecked.
2: Well, maybe we should mention our Patreon right now. Yeah, maybe we should. Do you yeah. want
0: to do it? Try it. Mike? No, I was gonna go in the in in the spirit of talking about hedonism too. I was gonna set you up by
2: going hey everybody we have a patreon please check it out at patreon.com slash evil men and if you sign up you get two bonus episodes a month you get access to our discord and um other you to things in too our,
0: in our cabin at hedonism too you
2: stay in our cabin at hedonism too I'm uploading videos up there, early, all sorts of stuff. So check it out.
0: You get access to our exclusive Evil Man toilet cam
2: that yes. we use in the
0: studio while we're recording. Absolutely. Yeah. Check it out. Check it
2: out. Beep beep. <laughs> beep beep.
0: <laughs> Mr. Hartnett, can I speak to you for a moment?
2: Ah, yes, teacher.
0: Now, I wanted to talk to you about your behavior recently. Specifically, are you ever going to get around to part two of your episode on
2: Elon Musk? I will right now, sir. Thank you. You are dismissed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> An erotic teacher. <laughs> um, I just, just joking around, though. No, no, yeah. we're having fun. It's ultimately a fun, funny yeah. podcast.
0: And in that so scenario... And hopefully you'll learn a little. I just want to say, in that scenario... It wasn't a an adult and a minor. We were You were like taking university. adults. Yeah, you were taking okay. like night, night school classes at universities. We were both adults in that little act out we did.
2: I remember when I went to university, the the guy who was like the dean or something like did end up dating like a student. Really? It does happen. He was about 40. She was about 20. I mean, hey, right. well, I don't think that's too big a gap. Anyway, before we get to Elon Musk part two, I just want to say also, once again, thank you to Leah from Wisconsin who helped me with some of the research. And I really appreciated it. Shout out, Leah. Thank you, Leah. Thank you. Hmm. Okay, back to Elon. So, princess Leah. She's the princess of evil men, I would say. That's lovely. Um, maybe she has that hair like the Princess buns? Leah yeah. with the buns on yeah, the side. Yeah. So in episode one, you know, we kind of covered Elon's childhood, his family, and um, his businesses that took him from who knows how rich to unbelievably rich.
0: Just <laughs> growing up with his father owning shares in an
2: emerald mine? Yes, which, uh, yes, which certainly uh, it's suspicious that is that he did say that happened and then the interview was taken down.
1: And also I feel like... Yes, last episode you were mentioning that uh, he kept rolling into money with his ideas getting bigger and bigger. Mm. Buyouts from different companies like Mm -hmm. eBay and then all the way to frickin' NASA. Yeah. Making some big wheeling and dealing deals. But can I just say, in the behind the scenes, I don't think Emerald Mine money ever fully runs out either. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it seems like it's a lot of money. You'd you'd have to think.
1: Yeah, like do you run out of emerald mine money? Anyone own a like a diamond or gem mined mine in Africa can tell us. I don't know. It's true. I mean, he is strange. Lucrative until the end of
2: (laughs) it's true. They are estranged. Yeah, right. I don't know. I'm sure, but I mean, he had he was a privileged person. I'm sure. Say you
1: started a comedy career where you have to. Start at the open mics and work your way up and find out who you are on stage and grow as a comedian uh, and d- get not paid for years until mm. you start getting you know a good tight 5, a good tight 10, people start hiring you to do shows. Mm-hmm. Think about the comfort you would have with an emerald mine background in the back of your mind mm-hmm. than, rather than not. That's, that's, a, that's a good all point. I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm sure. saying. Sure. Can you take big risks with emerald mine? in the background of your mind.
2: Good point. Yeah. Good It's point. a good foundation, right? Yeah, yeah. To good bounce point. out of. Very good point. Yeah. No, I, I just... Uh, so, Elon um, clearly, right, uh, sees himself as a very driven guy, right? Musk has said, quote, my mentality is that of a samurai. <laughs> a I A samurai ro- who came from an emerald mine. <laughs> My mentality is that of a samurai. I would rather commit seppuku than fail.
0: Now that's an interesting, and we have, yeah, interesting quote for a guy huh. who's failed over and over and still hasn't and, ripped his own guts out they, with a little knife. Yeah, yet no seppuku. <laughs> huh.
1: Very hard, Elon Musk. We challenge evil men. Challenge you to do hari kari right now.
2: <laughs> Very hardcore to say seppuku. Rather than just, you know, a non-Japanese word. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'd rather cut my own head off.
1: Yeah. Motherfucking suicide. Is seppuku
2: where you have the sort of <laughs> ceremonial thing where you have the dagger and you plunge it into yeah mm. I
0: also believe it's Harry Carey. Is there a difference? There must be a difference. I, I don't know enough about it. Harry I don't know. I don't hmm. know.
1: But I have a... There's Isn't a great there one- samurai movie called Harry I really recommend it.
0: What's the one? Because I know... What's his name? Uh, Mishima, who did it. Part of the ceremony is that you do it and then someone cuts off your head when you're done to complete it.
2: Wow. Like your 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 body. Well that would help. <laughs> that would help. Hey, if I ever have to do it, <laughs> I'll ask one of you.
0: It's like picking a best man. Yes. If I,
2: if I don't die from
1: being decapitated, then yes, Somewhere I want one wrong. of you guys to take care of <laughs> You ain't partying, right? No, I want someone yeah, yeah. one of you guys to t- help. Thank you. But it is I a, a, a startling Like even if I die in a hospital to Cut I'll cut your head answer. off. I'll
2: cut your head off. Cut
1: my head off. <laughs> Sorry,
2: of doctor.
0: This is, these were his it's wishes.
2: It's his wishes. Sorry, doctor. It's, a, it's an out of audacious. The way. I'll out of get a chainsaw. Die in the hospital
0: <laughs> Out of the way. <laughs> 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 Best prank like coming through. Your head off. <laughs> 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 uh, but it's an audacious thing to say for a guy who's had notable, very public yes. business failures. Yes. Or like yeah. you know.
2: He, yes. He no no question. Yeah. Christine Nicholson, the daughter of one of his advisors, said, quote, One night he told me, if there was a way that I could not eat so I could work more, I would not eat. I wish there was a way to get nutrients without sitting down for a meal.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. He's such an inspiration for guys who want to, uh, uh, you know, increase their grind set and work constantly and not enjoy any part of being alive. What's the point of... Expanding human civilization to another planet if you can't enjoy a single millisecond of being alive. Yeah, is this
1: other planet going to have roast beef and mashed potatoes? Because if not, I'm not there, dude.
2: I will say one thing. (laughs) I wouldn't mind a pill that replaced a meal. Well, but you have difficulty. (laughs) Well, that's true. But even aside from that, have you ever been busy and you're like, oh, God, I wish I could just pop a pill. I don't have time for lunch. Like Jetson style? I don't know, but that is a very...
0: A very grim outlook, I would say. There is the guy like with ten I'm years with ago you. or yeah. so
1: that invented that shake.
0: Oh, it's called. It was called like Soylent.
1: So- yeah, he actually called it Soylent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So- do you remember that? It was just like no. oh, it's all oh. the
0: exactly the number of nutrients and like uh, vitamins you need yeah, do you have for one a, day. a day or something. So you could just sit in front of your computer and code, basically. Yeah. The, which, do you don't know about that, James? It no, was invented. No. By a guy. Wow. Yeah. yeah like a Silicon Valley guy, I think. Wow. Yeah.
1: And he was like, "It's
0: gross." It tastes bad, but it allows me to keep coding. Working for Elon (laughs) Musk.
2: Well, further to this mindset, uh, there is a story in... uh
0: (laughs) Yeah, it tastes
2: awful, but it allows me the energy to keep coding,
1: which is way worth it. (laughs) Totally awesome.
2: Uh, Further to this line of thinking, um, in a book about Elon, an anonymous Tesla employee uh, claims he got emails from musk chastising him for missing a company meeting for the birth of his child oh so, uh, so yeah
0: huh you'd think he would understand as a guy who's fathered countless babies although i guess he doesn't but go to he the he birth seen them yeah i wonder or a lot of them don't talk to him maybe elon if you're listening uh let us know if you've ever seen any of your babies <laughs> You missed our meeting where we were uh, we were doing <laughs> spitballing ideas on how to make more cars explode in new ways. Yeah. You missed the – you went and saw the birth <laughs> of
1: your baby instead of seeing billions of dollars blow up in flames?
2: <laughs> um so Elon, a lot of the time, he didn't have a house. He told Joe Rogan oh, that God. he like, he just rents houses he doesn't own.
1: Oh, is this when he got super fucking high with Joe Rogan? <laughs> smoking? That's the not, not what I
2: was mentioning, but yeah. Oh, wow. Um, that's cool. <clears throat> the Google CEO, Larry Page, said of Elon, he's kind of homeless, which I think is sort of funny. He'll email me and say, I don't know where to stay tonight. Can I come over?
0: Homeless. Oh, <laughs> homeless. Oh, we is the Paul Simon song, Homeless. <laughs> um, he wants to
1: make driverless cars, but he's homeless. He's homeless. <laughs> I remember mean, that dance song yeah, from the 90s? Yeah. Oh, you mean by Love, Inc.? Da-da-dee-da-dee-da, da-da-dee-da-dee-da. Da, no. da, dee, da. He wake up early in
0: the morning <laughs> just to make driverless cars now. So, in addition to... I mean, he's just an idiot. <laughs> a, just, no. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to sleep tonight. I don't know where I'm gonna sleep, but I've been making a car to blow up. It is pretty uh, stupid <laughs> if you have a
2: billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Get a condo. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. A driverless uh, condo. Um so you know, for and and you know, continuing to get into Elon's mindset here, he certainly gets in a lot of fights with people about really seemingly stupid stuff for a very wealthy, influential, important man to mm. get into. Uh, For example, in June 2018, Musk got in a Twitter fight with a Colorado potter (laughs) who noticed that Tesla was using the image of a farting unicorn that the potter had created as an icon. Like the the potter had created it, I guess, for his business and Musk was using it on his Tesla operating system. Mm, And uh,
1: so he ripped off the guy's thing. As a logo. Yeah, and
2: the Potter complained that Musk that he Musk didn't ask permission to use his logo. And well, Musk, this is the
1: first real evil thing.
2: And Musk tweeted that it would be lame to file a lawsuit.
0: It'd be lame, man! Just let the world's second richest man, you know, steal your yeah, stuff. not pay you like
2: <laughs> two thousand yeah. dollars or whatever. Well, he's got a point. And you know, probably the most famous example of Musk get, getting into weird, dumb fights was probably the. Thailand soccer team who went missing. Oh the cave. Oh, boys. oh my
1: god. Yeah, yeah. That's um, a sad No, they were rescued. Yeah, were rescued, it's a good yeah. story. But one guy died trying to rescue
2: them. I think so, yeah. Uh-huh. Is
1: got wedged in there.
2: Well, yeah, twelve young soccer players became trapped in this cave in Thailand and Musk tweeted that he was like offering up the help of SpaceX engineers. The boys were eventually rescued and, and it, the
0: boys were like, no, <laughs> We want to live!
1: (laughs) I'm going to send a machine into the cave that blows up in front of the
0: boys.
2: (laughs) Uh, The boys were eventually rescued in a massive international rescue operation with divers carrying them through the cave on stretchers. Uh, This mission did not end up using Musk's submarine. While some lauded Musk's efforts, a fair share of people mocked his attempts to involve himself in the rescue at all. One diver, in a in particular, called what Musk did a PR stunt and said that Musk can stick his submarine where it hurts. Musk responded by tweeting that the man is a pedo.
1: I feel like pedo <laughs> calling someone a pedo.
2: Where did he get uh, that info? Like, what is he? Ba- did he base that on no, anything? No, because well, the say. guy,
0: they're rescuing children. Because he's rescuing children. But this is what I was going to say. But he also offered to rescue children.
2: <laughs> a person like that calls just
1: blatantly... And this does happen a lot on a certain side of politics and certain type of person. Those type of people that just instantly, if they're mad at you, they call you a pedophile. Mm. Those type of people always seem to be the simplest, most basic people with the least amount of imagination possible in their mind.
2: Well, I remember in Toronto when when Rob Ford was mayor, there was a Toronto Star reporter, Daniel Dale, who's like really famous now for CNN. And he was investigating a story that Rob ford's was it was was doing something wrong with his backyard like it was going on to a park and so he oh, was yeah. just out at his back kind of behind his backyard behind a fence looking and Rob Ford called him a pedophile like he was, and yeah, it was crazy not creative, is it? No cuz
0: Rob Ford is a child
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look at that Rob you're an adult <laughs> Oh I forgot He's a pedophile.
1: He's looking at my dinky.
2: <laughs> so e- Elon did fly to Thailand and showed up at the rescue scene himself. But by then, the children were already extracted. <laughs> um, by just, the way, sorry. He just showed up like a loser and
0: was like, hey, I'm here. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> by the way. Shouldn't you be in space?
2: This all happened at a time when Tesla's production goals were not being met and Musk was under extreme pressure from his board and investors and cash piles were sinking. That's what
1: I think he's good at. He's good at distracting publicly from his failures.
2: Well, I guess, but it ultimately hurts his business because –
1: Yeah, his stock always goes down whenever he does anything public. So, I mean,
2: I don't know if it's really a distraction that's helping anything. It's not – it's just hurting him, you know? I don't yeah. know if he's good at
1: it. Yeah, you're right.
2: Maybe he's not. Yeah, it's not meticulously planned. Um so yeah, moving away from his career path for a minute, um, looking at his persona. Oh. This persona Elon has cultivated.
0: The, what an enigma this man is. <laughs> I can't even wrap my brain around him. Well
1: He's like if Howard Hughes only ate Doritos. <laughs>
2: I felt like it's worth asking the question, you know, why is Elon so famous? Mm. Obviously, it's partly because according to Forbes, he is the second richest person in the world with a net worth of $180 billion. But, you know, not every wildly rich person is a household name. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know who the, according to Forbes, the richest person in the world is? Any guesses? Was it the, the Chinese billionaire?
0: Um, no. Was his name Ma? No. Jack Ma? No?
1: Is that the guy who's getting his millions taken away from possibly, the government? Possibly. Oh.
2: Any guesses, Chris? Um, Pff, Bezos? Good guess, but no. According to Forbes, it's Bernard Arnault, who owns like a company that owns Sephora and some other stuff. Oh, Anyway, but I'd never huh. heard of him either. Oh. So, you know, just point being, you're not just famous for being incredibly rich. Elon, uh, you know, is also famous because he has an attention-seeking personality. <laughs> he says very controversial things, and he's very online. Oh. I feel like it's unusual for a billionaire to have this sort of gamer meme lord meme lord like persona you know Mm
1: -hmm. you're right it has nothing crafty connected to business it's just yeah what narcissism
0: or just yeah maybe or seeking yeah attention seeking is not the same as narcissism what i i'm always i get so mad whenever there's any report or news story about elon musk and it's just the default way he's described as like they're always like he's eccentric billionaire elon musk you never know what you're gonna get with this guy he's a little bit much he's off he's off the wall elon Musk. and the way he's described if you'd never seen him or heard him speak you'd think wow this guy must be the most charismatic you know um fascinating like energetic interesting person in the world because he's they talk about he's like he's so erratic you never know what he's gonna do and when you see him talk he can hardly put his sentence together, and he like he's very very quiet and doesn't, doesn't really speak very loud. And he's he's just the whole thing is just like this fake persona that like instantly when you see him it evaporates. He definitely has a like.
1: Also, we've seen clips of him dancing on stage, right, and hosting
2: him? SNL. Oh, I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely. It's weird. The fan. No, wait, bo- no, I was
1: thinking of the Bill Gates
0: dancing. Yeah, and uh, Steve but I thought, di- I thought there was a
1: I thought there was an Elon one too.
0: But I'm gonna look. I the idea that's just been people have described him, him in a way that defies your senses, like yeah. it doesn't match up. His, uh, I,
2: I wonder why he has such a fanboy like following as though he's like Nintendo or something, you know what I mean? Like. The, the, it, he's he has fans in a way that but other he billionaires does. don't. Yeah, like yeah. people are like he did, like you were kind of describing. He did it again. I I suppose it's because he's being intentionally tro- he's trolling, and people who like that, I guess, admire that in him. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but before Elon bought Twitter, you know, he was always sort of tweeting stupid stuff that gradually grew more and more. Yeah, right-wing, trying to troll, like, woke people, basically. Yeah. Uh, in 2020, he tweeted, pronouns suck. In 22, he tweeted, my pronouns are prosecute Fauci. <laughs>
0: the guy's a <laughs> born comedian. Yeah. As, as a great Dr. Peterson once
2: tweeted, Mr. Musk, you really are pretty damn funny. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. God fucking loser. Yeah. Um, Okay, Chris is playing a video of Elon dancing. Yeah,
1: the, he danced at a Tesla presentation and it's...
2: He's dancing in front of a car. And it's
1: very, <laughs> it's very shy nerd.
2: It's like when I try to do it.
1: And don't forget, he also, like, to your point, Mike, about his personality, he also went on stage with
2: oh, uh, Dave Chappelle and was like, I'm rich, bitch, ha, ha, ha. And everyone um, booed him? Yeah,
1: that was really good. Um,
2: Eccentric You behavior. might remember... You might remember when uh, Elon tweeted pronouns suck. Yeah. Uh, his a girlfriend at the time, Grimes, kind of said like, don't do this. Call me. Like, what are you doing? And then Elon eventually clarified, saying, I absolutely support trans. But all these pronouns, pronouns are an aesthetic nightmare.
0: But And since then, like this past summer, he was tweeting and liking a bunch of transphobic stuff. And he's mm. also, I think one of his 7,000 kids – Yes, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I could say it now, but um, well, I'll get to it just because I forget where it is and I don't want to miss anything. But yes, totally. Um, Just other crazy things. You know, he's tweeted his support of Kanye for president. (laughs) Uh, When Bernie Sanders tweeted that the extremely wealthy people must pay their fair share of taxes, Elon tweeted, I keep forgetting you're still alive. In 2022, Elon tweeted a picture of Bill Gates with a big gut and said, in case you need to lose your boner fast.
0: (laughs) Eccentric.
2: Churchill wouldn't have tweeted that. Or like
0: Rockefeller or Henry Ford (laughs) or something. (laughs) It is weird.
1: Um, They might have if they had Twitter, I guess.
0: All Henry Mm. Ford did was publish an anti-Semitic
2: newspaper. (laughs) We should do Henry Ford. That's a classic Mike one.
0: And it's been
1: mentioned on Discord as well, mm. or suggested.
2: So um, in, in terms of Elon's personal life, according to Hello Magazine, Elon has had 11 children <laughs> from three different relationships. Damn. Um, from two thousand 2008, he was married to a Canadian fantasy author named Justine Wilson, and they had five kids together. Nice. Oh, uh, Justine- la- Shout out to Justine. Yeah. Justine- Later thought the marriage was unhealthy due to Musk's dismissal of her career ambitions, his description of himself as the alpha in the relationship, and his pressure on her to become a trophy wife. Well He's an
1: alpha, yeah. A babe fantasy writer. I kind of find that really hot.
2: <laughs> well, she's not married to Elon anymore, so we could ah. try to, if anyone knows her Instagram handle, could try to set Chris up. I don't know. No, it's not. Um, as Mike was saying in, uh, in 2022, one of his children changed her name to reflect her gender identity as a trans woman, uh, and used her mom's last name rather than Musk because she no longer wanted to be associated with Elon. And, um, it seems like this might've been roughly when Elon began his crusade against woke ideology because he was shunned by his trans daughter. And Elon felt that she was brainwashed by the liberal school she was at in L.A. Right. And that's why she became <clears throat> trans. And then his persona became more, of, you know, this kind of anti-trans, anti-woke thing. Right. So maybe all from being sort of scorned by his child. Right. The same way that he scorned his father once upon a time. That's right. Right. We're not giving him that emerald bunny. <laughs> Um, in 2010, Elon married an English actress named Tallulah Riley. Hello. They divorced in 2012. Oh. They remarried in 2013. What? And they divorced in 2016. Oh, I feel like I have a matrimonial whiplash. <laughs> I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> uh, Elon briefly dated Amber Heard and uh, Johnny Depp accused them of that going on while the, him and her were still married. Ah, oh. Very Yucky. In 2018, Musk and the Canadian musician Grimes revealed they were dating. <laughs> Grimes, I mean, we, I I, I like Grimes's music. That song that goes, that's cool. And it's like in the, dow, dow. the videos <laughs> in yeah. a monster truck rally. So good. And I liked her. Um, yeah, she's good. More, oh, it was probably a few years ago, but her more recent album, Kill V Mame, was the song. I thought that was a cool song. Yeah. It's a, really weird that I guess she's. Why did she marry? Why did she date Elon? on? Does anybody know? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I
0: guess he was already the one of the richest men in the world at the
2: time. Yeah. But
0: uh, hmm. I'll tell you one thing. It wasn't his coding that one? <laughs> did she sign a was.
2: prenup? I don't know. I don't think they got married. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. But uh, Grimes gave birth to their son in 2020. And according to Musk and Grimes, his name was X and then – character that looks like an a and an e combined a 12 and that a e thing is an old english vowel yeah however the name would have violated california regulations because it contained characters that aren't in the modern english alphabet so they tried it again x a e thing a dash and that drew more confusion so eventually the <laughs> child was named x AE normal AE mm. A-XII and so and then the, f- then the baby exploded <laughs> <laughs> the first the child's first Driverless name baby. <laughs> the child's first name is X the middle name is cool. AEA-XII and Musk is the last name traditional names what
0: is uh, what did you do we know what his fascination with the n- the number or letter X is is it no. is, does he love Pearl Jam's debut album <laughs> Or does he love the Roman numeral
1: 10? Or does he like that horror movie by Ty West, X? I, the...
2: He might just be basic and it seems cool to him.
1: He must have been mm. a fan of X-Men.
2: Yeah, X-Files. Right. Triple X films. There's that. X-ray vision.
1: X marks the spot.
2: Old bottles of alcohol with XXXX XXX on it and Andy Capp's drinking it. That's the best. Uh, in 21 Grimes and musk had a second child a daughter named Exa Dark Sidrail musk <laughs> nicknamed Y so he's got a kid X and a kid Y huh was there a Z coming <laughs> um, so Elon and Grimes are kind of on and off for a while but in yeah. s- those kids
1: will be fine eh <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah oh God but in September 23 it was revealed that they they did have a third child Grimes and musk uh, named techno mechanicus. <laughs>
0: An Irish an old fashioned Irish name.
2: Welcome to Techno Mechanicus. Have yourself a point. Um
1: it sounds like what someone in 1905 would name their robot they just made out of
2: tin cans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's embarrassing. I present to you Techno <laughs> He can to travel pick on your tomato. journey to the, to carry on your travel on your journey to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> yeah. He can pick one tomato, but then for afterwards he must rest. Um, in July 22, Insider published court documents revealing that Musk had had twins with Siobhan Zillis, the director of operations and special projects for Neuralink, his other company.
0: Oh, do you think that they fell in love and had a steamy affair while 1500 monkeys were dying because the microchips implanted in their brains uh, exploded and killed them? (laughs)
2: Yeah. Sapuku. Hi, you So these twins were born. Another macaque just died. (laughs) I'm horny. (laughs)
0: Uh,
2: These twins were born weeks before Musk and Grimes had their second child. So, you know, this raised questions about workplace workplace ethics because this was his employee. Elon reacted. Honestly, I feel like Elon can do whatever he wants because he's such a genius, you know? Elon reacted to the whole story by tweeting, "Doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis. A collapsing birth rate is the biggest biggest danger <clears throat> civilization faces by far." Which is uh. what his dad said, right? Yeah. Fuck, that's so fucking weird.
0: That is also a weird theory that, like, guys <laughs> like Jeffrey Epstein, men who see themselves yeah. as like these historical, gen- like fig- historical figures who are geniuses. And want to like spread their genes to create more geniuses, they feel like it's their obligation to
2: yeah. procreate as much as possible. It actually feels like a sickness in your head if you think that you should have like forty kids. Like you're yeah. that you're that important. Yeah. Like I guess I guess if you become ultra rich, you probably drift toward like, could I have immortality? Is there some way I could pay a right. billion dollars and never die? And then you can't. So maybe you start shifting to like, I want like my influence, you know, to spread. Yeah. Like it's I think you have to be. There has to be something wrong with you to to be this rich and power to to achieve almost to achieve this wealth. Like, <laughs> I, I, what would it take for you to not work? A couple million dollars? I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> what you are going to have a trillion? Yeah, and you are still working like eighty hours a week. Elon, head, head to the beach. We've seen a picture of you on a boat. Do more of that. I know. What do you What do you think? What amount would you go? I, I would still do the podcast because I love hanging out with you guys. Okay, but. Okay. I mean, I think if I had, if my if my RBC savings said 2 million, I, I don't think I'd do anything other than this for fun.
0: Would you, I, mean, I feel like you'd need more with the, the cost maybe of you need just, more. I would, I,
2: and if I had a house, you know, yeah, yeah, like if it was just, this is for spending. Um, What would you need? $10 million to be set
0: for life? I don't no, know. No, it's
2: gotta be less. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, listeners, let <laughs> us know. 2 million if you're
1: set for a chill life.
2: Yeah, that's chill. Chill. That's chill. 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 Like, Jill. get Tim Hortons every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Not Starbucks every day. Mm, Maybe yeah. just once a week. All anyway. right. Um, hey, in July 22, apparently um, Sergey Brin, one of the co-founders of Google, uh, alleged that Musk had an affair with his friggin' wife. Wow. You know, he... Musk is a, seems like a dog, a cat, a, uh, just a gross man. But these women... <laughs> Can't say no.
1: So what, what does he There's, got going on? Some sort power of-
0: is attractive. There's also stories though of one mm-hmm. woman saying no. Remember that there was that uh, widely reported story of a I think a SpaceX flight attendant who claimed that he asked her to give him like an erotic massage on a plane and was like, I'll give you a horse
2: Oh my god. Oh yeah.
0: And then she was paid off like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something.
2: Did she have to Did, do it or was she just a way of the ask?
0: I think Don't think she did it. That's great. Get a horse. Get a horse. horse. But if she didn't have to do it
2: and got money, uh, uh, that's good.
0: (laughs) It's 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 the dream.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It'd be great to sue somebody. How do we get in that kind of situation? Mm. Maybe we we have a friend. We got to befriend a really rich guy. Mm -hmm. Make him think he's our friend, and then we sue him when he does something shitty. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, Mike, you mentioned Neuralink. Yes. Um, fifteen hundred dead monkeys is the
0: uh, are paving the road to our is? future. I read, yeah, fifteen hundred animals died when their microchips in their brains like exploded or made them like die. They had to be euthanized because they started having weird side effects like paralyzed,
2: weird, the, di- the bloody, of bloody this, diarrhea. <laughs> the purpose of this business is. They want to pop them in our brains. Yes. And they're not the only company doing this, too. Like, yeah. apparently there's other ones that are even farther along. It's Who, pretty freaking...
0: Who's volunteering as a human? Because they're taking human volunteers now. Wow. Who's going to step up and do that when everything the man's made has exploded?
1: They open your head and simply <laughs> place a microchip on your throbbing
2: brain. <laughs> Why isn't it working? Um. Well, so, yeah, it's, it's a device... That they hope can directly interface with the brain. It's called the Link. It's like a brain chip. Mm -hmm. Musk described it as a Fitbit in your skull. (laughs) Um, And a robot automatically implants it kind of like it's a neural sewing machine.
0: I'm picturing that video. Have you ever seen where it's the robot with the ketchup bottle driving up to like (laughs) a bunch of burgers and just going and, like, missing and then spraying the ketchup all over the damn place. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: The hope of Neuralink is that it could treat a range of medical conditions like paralysis, blindness, and depression and enhance existing abilities like memory or allow, allow us to interact with computers by thought alone. Um, Brain candy. Yeah. That's awesome. Um Neuralink has come under intense scrutiny over its animal research practices, as Mike alluded to, and is reportedly being investigated by the U.S. Department of Agriculture for potential animal welfare violations. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty horrific. You imagine all these damn poor monkeys in a lab yeah. getting a thing stuck in their head. Yeah. I wonder if one of us will get it, though, in 10 years.
0: Imagine that. We all get it. And we all start speaking with a beautiful South African accent. <laughs>
2: Or screaming like monkeys. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh. oh, Chris's Neuralink has a bug. Um, so the last sort of real, mm, go ahead. The last sort of real thing thing I was going to bring up was really the whole Twitter, Twitter thing. Twisher.
1: Um We all used to be on Twitter all day, all the time, mm-hmm. until this incident. And not even out of principle. I don't think because he's such a. Like, shitty dude, he genuinely ruined it. He genuinely sure. made it
2: not fun. Yeah, I was definitely drifting in the direction of kind of hating it, uh, but this definitely sealed the deal. Yeah,
1: the Trump years ruined Twitter for the most part as well. But, then but now, I like, mean, yeah. when I
2: think of like evil men social media, oh, I made it as a YouTube and a TikTok, but I don't even think of the Twitter anymore. Like, I think of the oh. Instagram, and I don't the- even check it. Yeah. Like I will I, I'll flip it through it once in a while. But yeah, he killed it. Um, this all seemed to start around 2017. Someone tweeted at him, you should buy Twitter. And Musk replied, how much is it? Um, in 22, he started tweeted, tweeting criticisms of Twitter, doing polls on whether the company adhered to free speech. Um, <laughs> Musk started buying Twitter. Because it
1: was banning people who – did like posted yeah. hate speech all the time.
2: Apparently, he was really triggered by when the Babylon Bee was banned or something. Like, right. I've seen him retweet he that. He loves comedy. Ugh. The Babylon Bee is like the. Ugh, it's. Anyways. He
0: wants
1: to be a comedian
2: for sure.
0: It's like the least funny person you know buying a comedy club, and then everyone who used to go to it being like, "Oh, this place sucks now."
1: <laughs> totally. Like, <laughs> it was just, he bought the Cyber Comedy Club and killed it.
2: Yeah, so in 2022, he bought 9% of Twitter shares for $2 billion, made him the largest stakeholder. And um, they were like, well, maybe you should join the board. Uh, this did increase Twitter's stock. But uh, later, um, Musk decided not to join the board, and he told the company he intended to make an offer to take the company private. Uh, in April of 22, he made an offer to purchase Twitter for $43 billion or $54.20 per share. Um, this apparently was a joke. The 5420, 420.
0: Classic like he'd joke. He'd worked
2: in 420. I mean He probably paid billions more dollars to do a 420 <laughs> joke. Um this was a hostile takeover. Um it worked, you know. It, then there was that whole period where it, he was trying to get out of it. But then it kind of, for whatever legal reasons, he had to go through with it. Like it literally seemed like he was like
1: w- Trump becoming president. You could see the first day he was president, his face looked like, "Oh shit."
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. But it's it seemed like he was trying to make an the appearance of he could buy it to like own libs. And then he didn't then he realized it would be like disastrous financially but then he had to go through with it anyway. And remember when he bought Twitter and he made that video of him walking into Twitter headquarters holding a sink and wrote it, let that sink in. Uh-huh. Mm.
1: It's as good as like that 420 joke he did with his billions of dollars.
2: I know. I know. So now it's x.com. I don't know. They've they've changed you have all this to pay shit. For the you have to pay for the blue checkmark. You have to pay for the blue checkmark. Um they're going to now maybe charge
1: algorithm promotes blue check marks. You don't even follow more than your friends who you follow.
0: And all the videos that are suggested, at least to me, it's all just like the biggest hate mongers on the website. Some several Toronto comedians that I don't follow are always suggested to me also.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah, I know. Like he, like, I do think it's, it's hard to argue, I guess some of his, um, decisions early in life, I guess must've been smart, but the way he is whittling away this this unthinkable fortune on the stupidest stuff is unbelievable. I think yeah, he's
1: the, it's lost billions of it's lost billions of dollars.
2: I, I yeah, like I I don't remember the exact number, but the, the ex- estimated value now is nowhere near what he paid for it. But that's that business acumen we were talking about. And the only people, so he,
0: in a way, he found an audience that like. They'll, like, take a bullet for him and they, like, pretend they think he's funny. But he's done that thing where, like, oh, people on, like, the right, like, the extreme right think I'm cool. So he plays to that crowd in a yeah. way. And, like, they love him.
2: And it's – what I find
0: odd – It's a loyal fan base. What
2: I find odd, too, is you have hundreds of billion, or at least over $100 billion. You spend 40 on Twitter. Why would you want – why would you want to divest that much of your wealth on Twitter like I could only imagine it's trying to like control the narrative of, of almost the world, you know, like trying to have some hand in. And you can say it's for free speech, but I'm sure there's like a megalomaniac aspect to it. Like 40 billion dollars. Well,
0: he, he, pr- he prioritized his tweets showing up like yeah. uh, more often in everyone's feed and
1: stuff yeah. like that. And paid ads for his businesses.
2: Like this is obviously yeah. basic a kind of a basic opinion, but if you, if he said, oh, I'm, I'm spending $40 billion to, I mean, what could you do with that? Um, I don't know. Try to, cr- you know, I'm going to like do use some create, even if it's stupid, I'm going to create some technology that I think can fight climate change or world hunger or whatever. I, I know these are kind of like uh, f- sort of fantasy ish suggestions, but if he had done something yeah, like, but
1: he was coming from fantasy worlds in the first place with driverless cars and trips to mars and shit yeah
2: so like to me he should have stayed on that track to me like you have this ability to even attempt things to help general world suffering and you spend it on twitter
0: no if if this is the like the visionary who is going to save humanity like he's our last hope and this is this is what he does and how he spends his resources and time I don't think it's going to go well. Exactly. It just and, it just it just reframes everything he's
1: done up until now as a joke. Yes. Look, October 4th, Reuters. Monthly US ad revenue at social media platform X has declined at least 55% year over year each month since billionaire Elon Musk bought the company formerly known as Twitter in October 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it used
0: to be like major major companies advertising. I don't know if you've seen it, but now it's just like Local psychics or, like, a guy who's self-publishing, like, a book. <laughs> Lost about $20
2: billion. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like TaskRabbit. And, it, and I think it, like, it all does sort of beg the question. When he was really on a roll, like, in, you know, 20 years ago, and he has these sort of, maybe silly, but aspirational things. Electric cars, going to Mars, whatever. Um, you know... I was he always a fool, basically, or at some point was it like, hey, this guy is smart and has these you know sort of interesting, outside the box aspirational goals, and then he became an absolute idiot, or was he always an idiot who was fortunate early on? I think it's like I think
0: that's it. He just stumbled hmm. into Silicon Valley at the right time when the, all the things we use every day were just being yeah invented right place maybe? right
2: like fortunate. Start right place, right time. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it's like an interesting question, anyway.
0: I
1: am, I can't remember now what I was trying to infer and joke about in episode one, part one of this, but yeah, I, I, uh, I go, I stand by stupid fucking idiot that stumbled into this shit, thankfully, because of Emerald Mine money and probably lucky businessman he paired himself with in the early days.
2: I don't know. It's an like interesting the, question. Uh,
1: yeah, like the PayPal guys and stuff.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I have on Elon, unless either of you guys remember any other. How stupid much we you know about did. him
1: now? I think you can kind
2: of trust your gut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Although it it does seem as though he had a political turn, right? Like I I don't think he was always like well, politics wasn't even in a place like that. I guess twenty years ago. Like any he, he,
1: nerd that gets power. Has shitty political views once they have power because they're angry nerds from the past.
2: Well, when you become rich, you you know you you don't see the value in paying taxes because you think like I know what to do with it. I, you know,
1: show me a kind and rich and powerful former bullied nerd.
2: Well, Paul Simon. <laughs> nope, that guy doesn't seem kind at all. He no. seems so I bitter. Mean, I. I I don't know if he's a good guy, but at least Bill Gates has the foundation where he's trying to cure malaria or fucking something. And build toilets all over the world? Is that what he's doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, but, you know, at least- At least give him toilets. (laughs) It's interesting how he is now the, like, um, because, like, even Elon tweeting, like, anti-Bill Gates stuff, like, it's because he was pro-vaccines? And, I I mean, Bill Gates was, like, associated with
0: Epstein and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean,
2: uh, he may be- I'm sure he's bad, too, but at least- you know, you give him bonus points that like they have this. His life is now isn't yeah. his life now tr- charity essentially? I or think so, yeah. So yeah. there must be some. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's cynical and it's not. I'm <laughs> sure it is. But, I'm sure his foundation
0: yeah. is not what it seems. But you make I, a lot but of I'll money still... from
1: doing charity. Did you know that? Because yes,
2: of yes, but I, I, and I, stuff? Bu- that's true. But I, my understanding is like they've devoted a certain billion, certain amount of billions that will be spent
1: yeah i agree. i I know I'm not gonna just say it's evil motivated or whatever or like yeah, I don't know I'm just saying but uh, the the far I, right definitely thought that he wanted us to get vaccinated so that they could track us, and it's like they track you yeah you have a you, you have, have a phone? fucking iPhone taking pictures of your dick every day they know what your fucking dick looks like <laughs> <laughs> Travis Microsoft does Microsoft. Dick, yeah, <laughs> 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 classic, um, classic. Good work,
0: thank James you, and, thank you, Leah. Leah. Um, That's
2: cool.
1: Yeah, and uh, I don't know what to assume about anybody, but this guy's behavior has been quite public for a long time, and I don't like read stories about him and go
2: like, this guy, this guy knows what's going on. He's cool. I'm with you. I'm with you, <laughs> Michael. Um, would you do me a favor, favor, Michael? I, I'll do anything for you, James. Could you summon uh, our little friend?
0: Here, boy. Here, boy. Here comes the evilometer. Oh, and look at him. He has. Whoa! Last time we saw him, he didn't have quite so much hair, and he's got. He's pushing a stroller that has three babies. Um triplets it seems. He's, he's procreating at an alarming rate. He's also um he's tweeting something edgy. <laughs> 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 and he's wearing a I love Mars t-shirt. Hello uh, Evolometer.
2: Hi Evolometer. Elonometer. Um who wants to go first? Oh, I'll go first. All right. I'm gonna give him like a
0: nine. I think he's a, <laughs> a total fraud, yeah. uh, and I think he's dangerous because he is a person who the, projects this image as like uh, the save, like using technology to save mankind. Like yes. we're gonna have to go to the to Mars. Electric cars are gonna save you know us from climate change, or like we can use technology to overcome these problems. But it doesn't seem like he's quite doing any of that stuff it's all talk it seems and people like him allow like leaders to pass the buck and say well he'll take care of it this one guy who's clearly mentally ill is going to save humanity and so no one who can actually make a difference does anything because they're like well he's on, he's on top of it he, he, he'll deal with it and then we're all going to die because of that thinking <laughs> genuinely bravo
1: on that breakdown People um, should grab that. Make that a clip.
0: My God. Clip it. Mike Belazzo on Elon Musk. That was perfect summary. Comedian roasts Elon in yellow room. Um, Red. I also think he's just like a jerk in uh in other ways, and uh he needs to keep that, that pecker
2: in his in his pants a bit more. Yeah, or like our friend Chris, go to the doctor and get him to snip your damn balls. Yeah. It's it's complicated, but
1: they don't actually snip your balls. What would you give Elon Chris? Um I'm giving him a six. And um
2: I think he's a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I I guess so I I appreciate when people are aspirational. Like I like in the world when people are like, well, you know, it would be great to get off oil. That's a good thing, so I'm going to try. Like, I think there's something, like, positive about when people aspire to change things that we... You know what I mean? Like, I I like that. Oh, also, have sullied the name of Tesla,
1: Nikolai Tesla. Oh, that's a good point. Right? Because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sorry, Um, sorry,
2: James. Not at all. But, so, I guess, like, there's this early idealized... Uh, sentiment he created that I I don't hate, but as things have progressed, he's shown himself to be. I think what Mike is saying. I think I eventually like. I don't know if it was if he was always like this or a turn happened, but I think you. It's hard to argue with what Mike said and nailed it. So. Yeah, I think I'd also do a six. I think I'd also do a six.
0: And also, his hosting of SNL, <laughs> I should give him an extra point. I'll give him a oh, ten. That was the <laughs> first one I've watched. Give him a ten because <laughs> he dressed like Wario.
2: <laughs> that was the first episode I had seen in, like, probably ten years.
0: He said, tonight I'm making history. as the first neurodivergent host of Saturday Night Live. People are like, what a brave man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> God.
1: Man. Wow, that was great. I sorry guys I started daydreaming about Indian food halfway through the episode what so I kind of fell off but no that's okay
2: you it's hard guys were incredible. we did two because we got some trips coming up we did two episodes in a day that's yeah. not easy
1: yeah. you guys were incredible
2: you were great too
0: oh thanks i think we're three genius visionaries <laughs> let's hey, hope it on. doesn't go to our heads uh, <laughs>
2: like a certain guy <laughs>
1: well guys that was another excellent episode of oh. Oh.